Hey, architecture firm owners and emerging leaders, get ready for unparalleled insight into the development of a world-class architecture firm and a worldwide organization driving the digital transformation of the design and construction industry with Build Smart, the podcast that's changing how our profession operates. We share the incredible stories behind innovation in the building industry with my friend and co-host, Patrick McLaney, FAIA, former CEO of the international architecture firm, HOK. You know, Yamasaki's office or firm lasted during his lifetime. And when he passed away, I think that was the end of the Yamasaki office. Helmut did not want that. He wanted a firm that would live out and grow beyond the founders. In season one, discover the untold stories behind HOK's meteoric rise, from 150 employees in St. Louis to a powerhouse with over 1,900 staff members and 27 offices worldwide. You know, they weren't as polite as the Kojima people. That was just boom. And anytime you have a creditor, whether it's Kojima or the bank, that wants their money, unless you can raise money someplace else, you are out of business. Bankrupt bankrupt. And hold on tight for season two, where Patrick takes us on a new adventure as chairman of Building Smart International, shaping the future of digital transformation in the design, construction, and operation of built assets. Ian Howell, Ken Harold, and I, Ken was my technical representative from HOK. The three of us took a tour of Europe of five cities in five days. Very busy time. Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Smart Now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm. You're a small firm architect? Then come join us on Facebook at the Entree Architect Community private Facebook group. It's the most interactive, most supportive, most encouraging, the most positive place on the internet for small firms. Come join us. It's free at entrearchitect.com slash group. My name is Mark R. LePage, and you are listening to Entree Architect Podcast, where I speak with inspiring, passionate people who share their knowledge and expertise all to help you build a better business as a small firm entrepreneur architect. This is episode 235, and this week I'm sharing my 21 rules for online marketing as a small firm architect. This episode of Entree Architect Podcast is supported by our platform sponsors, ArtCat, the online resource delivering quality building material information, CAD details, BIM, specs, and so much more at ArtCat.com, and FreshBooks, the cloud-based accounting software that makes running your small firm easy, fast, and secure. Spend less time on accounting and more time doing the work that you love. All right, let's get right into this week's content. I'm all by myself again this week, but this week I want to share my 21 rules for online marketing for small firms. This is a, uh, a subject that people ask me about all the time. They always ask me about marketing. And, and today, when you're talking about marketing, marketing is all about online marketing. So today I want to share 21 rules. This is sort of like a checklist. You can go right through this, do each one of these and you're going to have some successful marketing. This is a marketing strategy. It's based on online marketing, 
But that's what we're doing today. You know, we're doing a lot of other word of mouth stuff and, and networking and all that too. Maybe you're advertising, but if you're not marketing online, then you're not marketing. You're not visible. You're not even present in the world if you're not marketing online. So I'm going to go right through. These are sort of short little tidbits, but you can use them as a checklist. So write them down um, and, uh, and follow what, we, uh, what we're going to do here today. Let's get right into it. So each of our prospects come today with, with a story in their mind. It's, it's their understanding of who we are as architects and a definition of, of what we do. They already have that idea, whether it's right or wrong, in their minds. That story may have been placed there by their friends or their family or from experiences as a child. It could come from anywhere. It's likely, at some level, the story was placed there by HGTV or some other TV show that they watched where they saw some architects doing some work. It's not real, right? A lot of what they're doing um, in their mind or what we're doing in their mind is not what we actually do. It's coming from from TV shows that are, that are there uh, showing the architect maybe in this little brief clip of what we do or or inaccurately describing what we do. I, I actually wrote a blog post years and years ago. It's one of our most popular blog posts. It's called the HGTV Effect. You can go search for that on the blog at entrearchitect.com slash blog. Go read what I wrote about HGTV and the effect it has on our profession. Um, that story already exists, right? It already exists in the mind of our clients. Marketing is the process of replacing that story which is often inaccurate or just plain wrong, with your story. As a small firm residential architect, the most effective and least expensive way to accomplish this process of replacing one story with another story is to start online, is to create online. Online marketing is essentially free, right? It takes some time. It takes some work. It takes some effort. But most of what I'm going to talk about today, maybe even all of it, other than time, the cost of time, time equals money. So there is lots of time here, but but there's no, uh, this is essentially free uh, marketing if you can do this right. So let's get into this. The first rule is define your target market. You hear me talk about target market all the time. You know that this is a rule. This, it's where you start, right? Define your target market. Understanding the specific market you choose to serve is the first step in successfully marketing your firm, online or offline. It doesn't matter. Who are the people to whom you seek to sell? How old are they? Where do they live? Where do they work? Where do they shop? Where do they play? Do they have children? Do they have pets? Do they, do they, are there in-laws living with them? Do they have staff? Is it, is it a commercial client? Is it a residential client? I've identify that person that you're dealing with. Uh, some you may have heard people talking about an avatar and an imaginary individual based on the real people that you are seeking to serve. Create an avatar. Create somebody that you are marketing towards. So um, create this this identity of this person. You can even name them, um, and say you are marketing to that avatar. You are marketing to that person. Uh, that's the person to whom you want to attract. That is your target market. That is why you establish a target market. You can do lots of different types of projects. You can serve many industries, but you want to market to one. You want to market to one uh, one avatar. You want to target your marketing to a target market. So that's your first rule. 
Your second rule is plan. Plan your strategy is number two, knowing whom you seek to serve. Now plan a strategy that will introduce your firm to that market. That's you're going to plan. How are you going? How are you going to do that? What's the best way to place your firm in the minds of your potential clients? That's number two. Plan your strategy. How are you going to do that? De- develop a strategy and make sure you write it down. This is not something that you just say, "Oh yeah, I got it in my head," or "This is what we do and this is how we do it." It needs to be written down. You need to create a plan. As with all plans, this plan also can be revised as you proceed. So don't worry. Once you write it down, it doesn't get locked in forever. It's just you want to write it down so you can revise it and 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 go refer to it and go back to it when you want to. So it's very important that you write your strategy, plan your strategy in a written format. You don't. It doesn't have to be in paper. It could be on Evernote or on your computer, however you want to do it, but have it in a place where you can go back and revise it and, re- and revisit it. That is number two, plan your strategy. Number three, build a website for your prospects, not your peers. You're, you're building a website for, for your clients, not for, for me, not for your fellow architects, not for you, Right? Your website is the first place a prospect is going to land when seeking more information about you and your firm. So you need to design your site as the starting point for an experience. That's the key. Design your site as the starting point of an entire experience, not an online photo album uh, or your portfolio of your favorite projects. It is an experience. It is the first step in the experience of working with your firm. Provide the answers to the most Frequently asked questions and allow your clients to easily take the next step in connecting with you. So how are you going to do that? How are you going to create a website? This could be a very simple website. Yes, there should be examples of your work and there should be some descriptions about who you are and what you're doing. But this website is about you reflecting their needs and their wants on your website, right? So you want to create a website that shares your story in a way that they understand it to be what they're looking for, right? You need to answer the questions that they're looking for, and you need to have a call to action. I see so many architectural websites that do not have a way that easily connects with you, with, with your, with your, an easily, for your client to easily connect with you, right? Whether it's a phone number, very clearly shown, or a link for an email, or an online form, whatever it is, however you want them to take the next step. And maybe it's downloading some, some, free, um, some free valuable information that they can then send you their email, however, however you, whatever you want them to do as the next step. You need to make that clear on your website. So remember, building a website for your prospects, not your peers. It's not for architects, not to impress all your friends. It's about getting to the next step in the process of this experience. Number four, tell your story. Tell your story. Tell your individual story. Who are you? Where do you come from? What inspires you? Why are you serving those you serve? That's really an important question. Why are you doing this, right? Why are you serving those who you serve? That Your client wants to know that. They want to know who you are as a real person. You want to show images that reinforce that story. Your story in the minds of your prospects is your brand. You hear 
people talking about how important it is to develop a brand. And sometimes it's sort of complicated. What is that? Is that a logo? Is that what is? What's a brand? Is it colors that you choose? No. Your brand is your story in the minds of your prospects. When they think of your name or your firm or your, your story, who are these people? That's their brand. That's your brand. You want to create your brand in their, in their mind. You want to replace what they have in their mind. Remember, again, in the beginning, you want to replace that, that story that they have in their mind with your story. So you want to tell your story. That's number four. Tell your story. Number five, be different. Don't go and looking for everybody else's website and then replicate everybody else's website. Be different. The author Sally Hogshead says, different is better than better. I love that quote. Different is better than better, right? We're all trying to be better. Different is better than better. In their minds, every architect designs, quote, beautiful architecture, right? That's the first, that's bottom line. If you're, if your marketing is, oh, we design great architecture. Well, you, you're not different because they assume that you design great architecture. You're an architect. They assume that you're going to design great architecture. They all provide great service, right? They think that we all provide great service. So don't market to great service. Share what makes your firm different from all the rest. What is the one thing that sets your firm apart? Figure that out. And, and tell that story. Be different. Your brand should say, yes, this architect is this. And this is what makes them different than everybody else. So number five, be different. Number six, develop a recognizable logo. Yes, you need a logo. And probably not something that you've designed. I Most architects design their own logos because we're designers but I would suggest that maybe you have somebody else design it. After you've determined your target market and you've developed your story, have a recognizable logo designed for your firm. Most of us as architectural designers choose to design our own logos. Consider using an inter, uh, inter an interdependent, an, an independent graphic designer to design your logo. A trained designer who understands your brand right? An expert in branding may create a recognizable, memorable link that may better differentiate you from the crowd, right? Enough with these little logos with the lines that create houses. Maybe that's the right logo, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's another logo that creates a feeling that a cl- that you want to express or uh, a way to identify that you are different than everybody else, right? So develop a recognizable logo is number six. Number seven, blog or some other way of communicating your story. A blog, which is probably the simplest way, a blog designed to support your website will provide a platform for which to build your brand and interact with the people with whom you most want to connect. Use your blog to provide relevant content for your target market and further differentiate your firm from your competition. So it's a way for you to connect and begin this dialogue before they need you, right? So you're writing this blog for your target market. It's a way, and and maybe it's not a blog. Maybe it's a podcast. Maybe it's a a really strong uh, Instagram account, right? Could be Instagram. Maybe it's a YouTube channel where you create these little 
um, weekly um, videos where, where your clients can come and watch your videos. However it is, create some social media platform that you update on a regular basis with the intention of creating this dialogue, with the intention of having this communication with your client. Start creating a relationship. You're, you're creating this relationship before they need you. You want to become the architect they know before they need you. So if you're only marketing to somebody that needs an architect, you're late. You want to do this before, and that's the beauty of, of creating a blog or some other social tool that allows you to start building this relationship. That's number seven, blog. Number eight, be found, right? Be found. Providing valuable content on your website and your blog, which is why blogs are good, because blog blogs um, create uh, SEO, create terms and words that, that Google is looking for. Google is also, um, the algorithm is also now looking for video, and so that the YouTube channel would, would be useful as well, short videos on your site. That improves your ranking on Google, and it helps you be found when your prospect is seeking your services. If you're not listed on the first page of Google, when your prospect is searching for a keyword most associated with your firm, so maybe it's your town's architect, so, so if you live in any, Anywhereville, uh, South Carolina, architects, you should be found when they search Anywhereville, uh, South Carolina architects. If you're not there, if you're not on the first page, because nobody's looking at the second page. When was the last time you looked at the second page of a, of a Google search? If you're not on that first page, then you are invisible. You're not going to be found. So number eight, be found. Create the content that's, that needs, that's there. Your website can be built towards that specific keyword. Your blog can be used. You know, the, the, the writing that you do on a, on a regular basis for blogging can be used for uh, SEO. SEO is search engine optimization. You can look it up. So number eight, be found. Let's take a quick break to say thank you to our platform sponsors here at Entree Architect, Arcat and FreshBooks. You may know about Charette, Arcat's free tool to organize and collaborate your architecture projects. I've talked about Charette before here at Entree Architect. Arcat is a longtime sponsor here at Entree Architect Podcast, and we thank them for that. But did you know that Charette can also promote your projects? Yes, Charette can also promote your projects. In Charette, you can easily create your firm's portfolio, upload the photos that you want, and control the project information that you wish to share. You can create links back to your firm's website and share contact details so clients can reach out to you. And like everything at Arcat, Charette is completely free. Charette, design, organize, collaborate, share. It's just one more way Arcat is working to make our profession more efficient, more effective, and more profitable. Check out Charette at Arcat today by visiting our easy-to-remember short link, entrearchitect.com slash Arcat. That's A-R-C-A-T, entrearchitect.com slash Arcat. And FreshBooks. FreshBooks is another longtime sponsor here 
at Entree Architect. So thank you, FreshBooks. FreshBooks makes it simple to send invoices, post your expenses automatically, track your time for your whole team, buy project, and get organized with reports, communication, and notifications. Getting started with FreshBooks is ridiculously easy. Most people send their first invoice seconds after starting their free trial. I did exactly that. That's the first thing I did is I put together an invoice and I sent it out. It was so easy. That's what I think you should do and try it with your free trial. The same goes for time tracking, managing your expenses, collaborating with contractors, and viewing financial reports. It's fast, it's easy, it's life-changing, it's so easy. And if you need help at any time, free award-winning customer service is a phone call or an email away, and that, that works too. I've tried that too, their response right away, right back. And if you ever have second thoughts, don't worry, on top of the free trial that they're offering Entree Architect listeners, you get 30-day money-back guarantee, so you don't ever have to worry about choosing fresh books. You can give it a try. Today, it's free for 30 days. Just visit entrearchitect.com slash freshbooks and then let them know that we sent you by sharing Entree Architect in the How Did You Hear About Us section. That's entrearchitect.com slash freshbooks to access your free unlimited 30-day trial. RCAT and FreshBooks. Please visit our platform sponsors today and thank them for supporting you, the Entree Architect community. Okay, so let's do a little bit of a recap here. Number one is define your target market. Number two, plan your strategy. Number three, build a website for your prospects, not your peers. Number four, tell your story. Number five, be different. Number six, develop a recognizable logo. Number seven, blog. Number eight, be found. And now we're going into number nine. Number nine is be included. So number eight was be found. You want to make sure that you're actually on the rankings. So this is how you do it. Be included. Search for online directories and blogs that offer free links back to your website and your blog. In addition to the valuable relevant content on your sites, Google uses high value links back to your sites to determine their importance and placing within their rankings system. So not only about the content that you're delivering, the content that you're writing or the videos that you're producing, yes, Google's looking for that too. They're looking for high value relevant content. That's what's the most important thing as far as I understand it with Google algorithm, but also what's giving your site credibility are the links back. So two things, the, the number of links back. So find all the different online directories, go to blogs and, and interact with other blogs with links back to your site. So the number of links back to your site, Google's looking at that, but even more important than the number of links is the quality of those links. So the sites, you know, maybe ArcDaily or, or Architizer or some of the big architecture sites uh, do a guest post here at Entree Architect, link back to your site, that would work. Those kind of things, Google sees as high value links back. So they are giving your site credibility, which pushes it up in the rankings. So you want to be included in all of the online directories that you can find, um, but also look for the high quality links back. Those will help you get boosted up in the Google rankings. So number nine, be included. Number 10, 
Number 10 is build your list. In addition to telling your story and building your brand, your website should include an easy way to, for prospects to request that you stay in touch with them. Provide a valuable list of tips or a guide to your process in exchange for their email address. You're trying to get a list of email addresses here. Build your list is build your email list, your mailing list. Building a list of people who identify themselves as your target market, so they're self-identifying themselves as your target market and are asking for your content um, and you want them and they want to connect with you on a regular basis. That may be one of the most valuable assets you create. That list, that link, that request, they are volunteering to, they are asking you to connect with them. There is no more valuable uh, asset that you can have other than your email list when it comes to online marketing. Your email list is the most important thing. Even if you don't have a website, if you have a way to gain email lists and um build that list, that becomes one of the most valuable marketing assets you can have. And there's many tools that you can choose to do this with. You can you can use um, Aweber, MailChimp, um, and there are many others. I use ConvertKit for Entree Architect. ConvertKit is a great source. It's a little bit more advanced than Aweber and MailChimp, um, but very easy to use and helps you create some automated uh, emails and that kind of thing. But what's really important is that you uh, is that you build this list of valuable links, uh, valuable emails. So you don't want to just load up a list. That's not going to, to do the work. You want a, a, a high-quality list. You want people who are your target market. So if you create some valuable uh, uh, giveaway that you can have offered on your site, maybe that's your call to action that I talked about earlier, rather than a, uh, a phone number or an email, that maybe the, and you want to have that, you want to have those things on your site as well, but maybe the primary call to action is this giveaway that they give you an email and then that way you can build your email list. Because number 11, number 10 was build your list, number 11 is stay in touch. You wanna connect with your list on a regular basis so that you will always be on the top of their mind. When considering a project or a referral to your to their friends, you, will be the first firm that comes to mind. That's what's most important here. That's why the list is so important and why you're building this relationship that I talked about earlier, because you want, you want to be on the top of their mind when they're ready to do their project, because you know that it takes years to get to the point where they finally pull the trigger to do a project, right? This is not something they just decide yesterday and they, they go looking for an architect today. They've been thinking about this for years. And so this relationship that you've built with them over the years, now when they're ready to pull the trigger, you are the only one they're thinking of because you are the one that, they've, that they have a relationship with. And if they're going to, and if they're not going to build a project, right? They have friends. They have friends that they're going to refer to. You want to be the first firm that comes to mind. And this regular, consistent uh, connection, this email out, when you use this list and send out valuable emails on a regular basis, maybe weekly or monthly, however you want to do it, whether it's a newsletter or just a simple letter to stay in touch with them, anything that you want to do on a regular basis, high value content, reaching out to your target market and saying, hey, we're here. When you're ready, we're here. But you want to do this in a valuable, valuable way, which leads us right into number 12. Number 11 is stay in touch. Number 12 is provide 
consistent value. Number 12, provide consistent value. The information you share with your list must be high value content. It must be information that they are seeking or may want to save for a future project, right? So whatever you create, whatever you're going to send out on a regular basis, these emails that you're sending out, you want to be something that they want to save, right? You want to create, maybe it's a little clip of one of your blog posts that gives them some valuable information. Maybe it's a handy checklist that you create for them. Sending filler content or easily obtained information that they can just do a Google search for will quickly cause your message to be sent through to the spam filter, never to be seen again, right? Because once your email list hits the spam filter, you're on a different list when you're talking about Google email. When you're talking about Gmail, Gmail pops you into the spam folder, you are gone. You're on their spam filter. They'll never receive you again. So you need to provide valuable, consistent content that they want and they'll be looking for because when they open it and they approve it and they like it, they, they your, their systems, their filters are going to see this as a valuable thing, that you know, a valuable piece of content that they're looking for and it will be right there front and center when the next one comes in. So number 12 provide consistent value to your list. Number 13, go where your prospects are. And yes, I'm talking sometimes I'm talking about networking and getting out there and doing what you what you love, but where online does your specific target market lie um, actually where where online does your specific target market live? Where does it work? Where does it play? So where does your, so just like when you're networking, when you're, when you're out there shaking hands and getting to meet people live, right? You want to go where the, where your prospects are. Maybe it's a country club or maybe it's a chamber of commerce when you're doing it with traditional marketing, you're doing the same thing online. Where are your prospects? Which blogs do they read? Which social media platforms do they frequent? Go there and interact with them. Don't sell very important. Don't sell. You are building relationships. So go where your prospects are. That's number 13. Go there and interact with them. Don't sell. Build relationships. Interact with your target market in other places because they're going to, they're going to, as you're building this relationship on other platforms, they're going to say, hey, this person's really interesting. Who are they and what do they do? They'll start looking for you. They'll click your link and then they'll say, oh, this is an architect. I'm going to remember that. And then we're going to have this relationship. They're going to know who you are and where to find you. That's, that's why you don't sell. Because as soon as you sell on these other platforms, they see you as a salesperson, not an architect, not somebody who wants to build a relationship. You want true, valuable relationships. This is not something you're faking. This is real. You want to build real relationships with these people. When you do this consistent emails or these the blog posts, you will start building a community, right? Which leads us in to number 14. You want to build a community. Number 14 is start a Facebook group. The world is on Facebook every day. They're on Facebook every day, several times a day. People are living on Facebook, on their phones. It's right there. It's the virtual town square with networks of families and friends and coworkers and local businesses communicating and interacting every day, all day long. So Facebook groups are joined by people with like-minded interests. That's how Facebooks are, are, are organized. 
They actively communicate and interact around a common subject or objective. So start a Facebook group for the, the people that you seek to serve. Start a Facebook for them, not for your firm. Start what, what are they seeking? Maybe it's, maybe it's architectural services. Maybe it's design. Maybe it's interiors. Maybe it's something that your target market is interested in, right? Maybe most of your target market are avid golfers and you love golf. So create a Facebook group for golfers. What, maybe they're chefs. Maybe the, you do a lot of kitchens and they, you want to start a Facebook group for home kitchens or, or, or maybe pro cooking in home kitchens, whatever it is, or maybe it's architecture. But build a Facebook group for the people who seek, uh, seeking your services and you'll quickly have a way to build those strong relationships. Facebook groups are fantastic for this. If you are not a member of the Entree Architect Facebook group, which you can join for free, entrearchitect.com slash group. It's a free private group, and there's different levels of, of, of Facebook groups. You can do a public group that anybody can join. You can do a private group, which everybody can see that it exists, but and they can see who, mem- who the members are, but they can't get in unless they're accepted. That, that's what's a private group. The Entree Architect group is a private group. So if you search for it, you'll find it, but you have to be an architect or an ar- a student of architecture uh, to be a member of that group. It's, it's highly curated in, in, in the terms of who's on it, so only small firm architects and people who are looking to become architects, who are actively studying to become architects, uh, are, al- are allowed to join. I actually filter every single invitation. Every re- request to join is coming through me. Uh, that's one way of making sure that the people in that community um, are the right people. And the Entree Architect community is thriving because of that. So you can build a group just like the Entree Architect community. Join our group, see what we're doing, see how it works from a, from a point of architects. The Entree Architect group is a group of architects because the Entree Architect uh, website and the platform that we have here, our target market is you, the small firm architect. We're here to help serve you. So we've built a group for you. So that's how the Entree Architect community serves the Entree Architect community, right? You can build a Facebook group that does the same thing. The third Facebook group, the third type of Facebook group is a secret group. It's a third type that you can join. That doesn't really work for what we're talking about here because a secret group cannot be found by a search. It is only um, members in in a secret Facebook group must be invited to join and nobody knows who's in it and there's there's no way to search for secret groups. So there's public groups, there's private groups, and there's secret groups. You want to create either a public group or a private group. Public groups work great too, but they're a little less um, focused because anybody can join. So it depends on what you're trying to accomplish with your Facebook group um, and the, the the subject in which you're, you're ta- talking about. Private groups are going to be a little bit smaller. The Entree Architect uh, Facebook group uh, is over 3,000 now but it's private. If it was a public group, it would be way over 20,000. Our LinkedIn group is, is over 18,000 members on our LinkedIn group. Um, so start a Facebook group today. Number 14, start a Facebook group. Number 15, optimize your house profile. House, H-O-U-Z-Z. For residential architects, house is quickly becoming an essential element for your marketing strategy. Long before our prospects begin seeking an architect, they start to educate themselves about about the process. I talked about this, right? 
they're thinking about this years ahead of by the time they get to you, right? So sites like house.com allow them to organize their thoughts and collect images of buildings and spaces that they love or spaces they loathe. Having a presence on this valuable platform, house.com, and optimizing your profile for maximum exposure, which we've done podcasts and and blog posts on, go to entrearchitect.com slash search and search for house. You can search for anything there, entrearchitect.com slash search, and you'll find all of the content that we've ever developed for anything that you search for. It's a super powerful tool. I hope you're using it. But you can search for house and you can find that podcast and that blog post. Our friend Eric Reinholt wrote a book on it. You can find it through our site as well. Just search house um, and you'll find that. Being on house may lead to your next project. And there's a paid version of House, and there's a, a, a unpaid version, a regular basic version. Um, we are on the basic version. We've never paid for it, and it works. People find us, uh, and it works very well. You have to optimize your profile for maximum, maximum exposure, which you can do through listening to that podcast and that blog post, maybe purchasing Eric's book and, and learning about how to do that. When it's optimized, it works. Um, and yes, you can bump it up or get higher on the search engine or whatever it does when you pay for it. Uh, but I don't think you need to pay for it. I think the first step is being there. The second step is optimizing it. Um, so number 15, optimize your house profile. Number 16, feed your Pinterest board. Much like house, uh, Pinterest is another image-based platform that works. A platform which allows users to create virtual tack boards and pin images from any website on the internet, that's how Pinterest works. If they, they're searching somewhere else and they like an image, they can pin that image from any website on the internet to their Pinterest board. And you, they can pin your, your boards as well. So if you've developed your own profile and created boards for terms commonly searched for, such as kitchens or bathrooms or fireplaces or porches, it will make it easy to share your work on Pinterest. And Pinterest is a great tool for your clients to share their loves and loathes, which is really important. It's not only important to find um, for your your clients to search and share their information on the things that they love, which we all ask for, right? They already have that before they hit you. But number the even more important from my perspective is I want to know what they loathe. What are the things that they don't like? I want to see that list because that tells me so much more than the things that they love. Everybody can tell me how much they love this and they show me pictures of this. People have folders full of things they don't like. I mean, that they do like. I want to see the things they don't like. It tells me a lot about who they are and what, what they want from us. So number 16, feed your Pinterest boards. It's a great way to share images. Number 17, encourage community. So I talked about this too earlier with the Facebook group. An important goal when building your online platform is to encourage a community. When you're in the Entree Architects community, you will see what I'm talking about. People like to be with other people. They tend to move in the direction of the crowd and make decisions in reflection with those which they surround themselves, right? So you build a community. When you are the one that's encouraging that community, you're the leader, you are viewed as that leader. So when you're the one that, that develops that Facebook group, when you're the one that, that encourages that community, you are viewed as the leader. By default, you are the leader. You have the most influence on the community's conversation. So you don't need to be the, the, the most active. You don't need to be 
um, uh, constantly in there showing how much you know. You don't need to do all that. You create the community and then you encourage people to join that community and then you are viewed as, and you should be, the leader of that community. You are the one that created that community. So you have that most, you have the most influence of everybody in that group um, by, by doing that. So encourage community is number 17. Number 18, you heard me say this. You hear me say this at the end of every podcast. Share what you know. Using your expertise and knowledge as a design professional will demonstrate your skills and reinforce your brand in the mind of your prospects. Post informative articles on your own blog and or website, as well as other blogs and social media platforms. Share your knowledge. Don't do it to prove to the world how smart you are. Do it because you care. Do it because you want to share your knowledge. You have a specific knowledge base. Whatever you know, all that information that you've become, you've become an expert in things, share it. Openly share that information. Don't share it with the, with the goal of getting feedback. Don't, don't share it because you think you might get a client from it. Share it because it makes the world better. It makes your community better. It makes other people better. It makes you better. So number 18, share what you know. Number 19, Offer online products and services. This is sort of maybe a little bit of controversy here. Some people don't agree to this. I think it's a perfect opportunity. You've already done the work to get your target market to notice your blog and your website. Why not provide them with the products and or services online when they arrive? Develop a course that teaches them about your process or offers documents that they can use when working with an architect. Maybe it's not even you but you can provide tools and resources that your target market value from you and you provide that as a service. And it might be the only thing you provide them. These transactions may lead to bigger commissions and may provide supplemental income on a monthly basis. It may be a way for you to earn some money. Look at what Eric Reinholdt is doing at 30 by 40 Workshop and you will see what I'm talking about. Look at what my friends over at F9 Productions are doing. With, with, the, with the Revit rocket ship and the other things that they're doing over there. RevitRocketShip.com slash EntreeArchitect. Or actually, no, it's the other way around. EntreeArchitect.com slash Revit. Go look at EntreeArchitect.com slash Revit. It's an affiliate link for Revit rocket ship. So if you do purchase Revit rocket ship, we're, they're going to provide some, some funds back to us that helps us, you know, Entree Architect, continue to do what we do. But go over there and look at it. Just see what they're doing. Look at what Eric is doing. Look at what he's doing uh, on his website. The, the, he does, he does uh, plans and he does books and he does all kinds of things that he, he, purchase, he offers on his site, um, 30, by 30, 30 by 40 Workshop. Go check him out at Eric Reinhold. Um, you can offer online products too. You have information. You have knowledge. You can create products that then now that you've built this online platform that you're marketing from, now it can be a revenue generator. It can be a way that can supplement your architectural fees, right? Which will make your business more successful, will make you more profitable, will make your architecture better because you'll be able to spend more time and more money and more, more effort on the projects that you do because you're getting, in for, you're getting money and revenue from other sources. So offer an online product or services on your website. That's number 19. Number 20, we're getting close here because we have 21 rules. Number 20, it's a very important one, and I've talked about it a little bit, 
But number 20, be real. Be real. Authenticity. Whatever you do online, be real. We've heard all the, uh, we've heard that saying, right? People want to work with people they know, like, and trust. You hear that everywhere that you go for marketing information. It's true. People want to work with the people that you find that they know, they like, they trust, right? Know, like, and trust. Relationships like that only happen, whether they're online or offline, when you are being authentic and true to who you are. It only, that relationship that they, they know you and they like you and they trust you, they trust you, that only happens when you're being authentic and true to who you are. You cannot fake it. You can't fake this. You need to be you. So be you. Number 20, be real. And number 21 is simple. Be nice. I believe nice guys finish first. I don't care what the saying is. Nice guys finish first. People, that authenticity, that realistic, that, that real person that I'm talking about, number 20, people like people who are nice. Be nice. Go out of your way to help people, to care for them. You hear at the end of every podcast, love, learn, share. The be nice is love. That's what I'm talking about. Just be nice. Be nice to everybody around you. Learn. Learn everything you know, everything that you can know. Learn everything that you can and share. Share everything you know, right? Love, learn, share. Hashtag, go search it. I use it all the time. Love, learn, share. It's what I talk about at the end of the podcast. I've done a whole podcast on it. You can search that at entrearchitect.com slash search, and we'll talk all about that. So number 21, be nice. Be nice. So that's it, 21. 21 rules for online marketing. I'm going to go through them very quickly here if you want to write them down. Number one, define your target market. Number two, plan your strategy. Number three, build a website for your prospects, not your peers. Number four, tell your story. Number five, be different. Number six, develop a recognizable logo. Number seven, blog or other social media platforms. Number eight, be found. Number nine, be included. Number 10, build your list. That's your email list. Number 11, stay in touch. Number 12, provide consistent value. Number 13, go where your prospects are. Number 14, start a Facebook group. Number 15, optimize your house profile. Number 16, feed your Pinterest boards. Number 17, encourage community. Number 18, share what you know. Number 19, offer online products and services. Number 20, be real. And number 21, be nice. I want to know your rules for online marketing. Is there something I missed? Go to entrearchitect.com slash episode 235. That's this episode, episode 235. And let me know. I want to know. Also, while you're at it, this is the episode. That's the link that I want you to share. entrearchitect.com slash episode 235. That's the link to share. Join us on Facebook at the Entree Architect Facebook group. It's the most interactive, most supportive, most encouraging, the most positive place on the internet for small firms. Come join us. It's free at entrearchitect.com slash group. It's pretty easy to remember. But you must be an architect or studying to become an architect to join. It's a private group just for us, small firm architects. Entrearchitect.com slash group. 
My name is Mark R. LePage, and I am an entrepreneur architect. I encourage you to go build a better business because that is the way you can become a better architect. Love, learn, share what you know. Thank you for listening. I've had fun with this one. Have a great week. See you next week. I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this. I'm looking for projects. You got anything? Yeah. I'm, I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? Well, buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging, the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. Where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as. Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical. Season one featured founders, Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris, owners of Level Studio Architecture, are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that <laughs> then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's it's so real to this day. I, I, I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like us, can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? <laughs> we did it guys. Oh the one that God. came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Calling all small firm architects. It's time to tap into your full potential with Entree Architects Context and Clarity, where inspiration meets innovation. Hey, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my two favorite co-hosts, Jeff Eccles and Katie Kangas, as they bring together authors, experts, and thought leaders for electric conversations with entrepreneur architects around the globe. It's not just a podcast, it's a community where dreams meet action. There is a simple equation there. And what for me, what that did, just doing that basic calculation was, it allowed me to compare what I had actually saved in my retirement accounts to what I thought a possible projected annual spend might be. Artists are temperamental, so beautiful design is gonna be a priority. When the job is done, we're gonna actually need to live in the house, not live with the person who designed it. <laughs> so for me, the, the artistic skill, the architectural skill is most important. And so I would say like, that would be 60% of it, if not more. Gain insights to build a successful practice. Subscribe, engage, and let's redefine your future together. 
Join the Context and Clarity community, where every conversation adds to your blueprint for success.